Okay, okay, quiet down. Welcome to Camp Sad Styles Productions. Here's a little orientation on what to expect this week at camp. On Tuesday, it's a retro video game class. The Retrograde Podcast is taking on the Monstars when they play the original Space Jam in honor of Space Jam, a new legacy. On a special day, Wednesday, we will teach you about sports gambling and how to lose money on the British Open and losing money with Andrew Baskin. On Thursday, a lesson on sports marketing. Now that the Stanley Cup has been handed out, the work is only just beginning on the sign-off, a framework podcast. Also on Thursday, a training on how to get hurt and make money doing it. The Jackass crew continues their stunt-by-stunt breakdown of season two of the TV show Jackass. We hope you enjoy your summer, but don't forget to sign our extensive waiver, wear sunscreen, swim with a buddy, but most importantly, don't forget to get into it. Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! You you feel like you can fly uh, away from here or <laughs> touch the sky, which is like the, the high ceiling mm. for these reviews. Yes. They the went sky all the way up the, to the sky. The ceiling of the earth. Yes. yes. <laughs> the retrograde podcaster we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should i'm andrew bascom and, and with me as always as always Sorry. is the bad boy of podcasting he's such a bad boy he doesn't even let me finish mikey jordan Aaronworth. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great number 23 Listen, i we're still getting new to this bad boy thing i don't yeah. really care about the rules that mm-hmm. much so you can say whatever you want but before we we talk about how much of the bad boy of podcasting i am yeah 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 I gotta ask you something. Okay. And whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, because you're a bad boy. Because I'm a bad boy. But I think it's time we move on from the bad boy name. Be- w- really? Because I realized, ahem. Oh boy, you're taking so much pride in this. His chest just, chest just popped out <laughs> and he's ready to go. That the acronym for bad boy of podcasting yeah. is Bebop. Bebop. Oh, so you want to go with purely Bebop? I mean, Bebop's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Does that make me rock steady? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the bebop himself of course that is mikey aaron worthy we're back for another week of the retrograde podcast it, it can be both we can, it can say be both, both of them. it does both speaking of it speaking does both actually of. full disclosure at the top of this episode uh, first of all if you're new to this podcast Hi. welcome yeah thanks for joining us. this is first <laughs> secondly typically what we like to do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids usually it's something that had some sort of effect on us one way or another good or bad we uh rate and review the game as we remember it back in the day then yeah. we take a break and play the game Give you, uh, play some of that audio and then rate and review the game as it stands up in the Amazing. modern day against like some modern games. But before we do that, yeah. we always just take a left turn and, and talk shit for a bit. Also, what I want to do here when you describe it to, to newcomers, and amazingly, we still get lots of newcomers every episode. And thank for you. For some reason. Thanks for coming. We should we should explain one of the deep lore every time. Yeah. <laughs> to like, to get people, accl- we can't do it all. That would take no, a whole episode. No. But we should get you acclimated. Uh, acclimated, excuse, excuse me. me. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh my God. Uh, acclimate is what we're doing to the world <laughs> the, the oceans on fire mikey uh is is uh why don't we explain hashtag mikey doesn't finish oh mikey doesn't finish that's a great one yes. uh the the hashtag mikey doesn't finish we should almost have a segment you're right for uh this week in war on the <laughs> retrograde podcast this is a pod, uh, a hashtag that you have made for uh, me. yes i have okay and paid i paid a lot of money for it i do, yeah you the registered trademark <laughs> and everything yeah. i don't appreciate it 
but I also don't disagree with it. And it's because mm-hmm. I often, <laughs> I am known to pick up games, play them, claim to love them, and not finish them. I would say TV shows as well. TV shows, movies, but th- when it comes to TV shows and movies, yeah. I think it's easier for me to put it down because that's not my medium of choice as much as video games okay. are. Okay. But I've been known, for example, Dexter's the infamous one. Oh, the show is... Dexter. I have seen every single episode of that TV show except for one episode. And that episode is... The, the series finale. Series finale. Because I just get to a point where I'm like, when I'm not fully in, I'm just done with it and mm-hmm. I can just drop it like it, <laughs> it like it's just easy for me to do. So Mikey, when I got the when I paid a lot of money for the uh, hashtag Mikey doesn't finish TM and you know, you know, like sometimes like big companies will get like a little emoji with it too. Yes. Just a pair of blue balls. <laughs> Mikey doesn't finish blue testicles. Yeah, and that's what's hanging from the back of my four pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, now. Exactly. Truck nuts, baby. Truck nuts, bro. Uh, but I have an announcement. Oh God. That for this week, uh-huh. It has to be hashtag Mikey does finish. Oh my goodness. Because if you recall, yeah. a few weeks ago. A scant few weeks. A scant few weeks ago, I had told you about a game that I absolutely loved and I treasured, and it was called Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And you responded by doubting that I could possibly finish this game in spite of how much I loved it. Well, Andrew. How close are you? Let me tell you something. I'm so fucking close. I'm kidding. I finished it. You looked at me like you were so mad there. No. So you did finish it. I did finish it. Oh, that's exciting. And uh, in true, I I think in most Ratchet and Clank games that I've played, I have, uh, I have started playing it again immediately after finishing. Really? It has a challenge mode in it. Okay. And what I didn't realize is that when you beat the game, like as you're playing, you're leveling up all your your guns and you're bringing them to like their next status. And then uh, you max them out at level five. But when you start to to play the game again in challenge mode, which I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, because it's a very easy game. And that's been one of the complaints about it. Mm. I'm fine with it. Mm. You get to then unlock, once you've upgraded a weapon to the fifth level, the Omega version of that gun. And then you get to upload that gun or upgrade that gun to another level five and it just increases that satisfaction of leveling up some of your favorite weapons does it do you start with it at level five yeah all yeah, of yes, your right. all if you upgraded it in the previous yes. playthrough to level five this then is yes same as last of us too yes did exactly well, everything so. you did before you get to right. upgrade further in, wow. in the, the, the playthrough and andrew i just like i know that your player one loves ratchet she and does you don't have as much of an affinity toward the series not particularly no it's this is just this is just insomniac knowing that fun is still incredibly important in the realm of video games. Yeah. The yeah. story is fine. It's good. It's there. It moves forward. But the game itself is just fucking so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun and it's so satisfying to play. Right. Um, I complained about a couple glitches here and there. Not really complained, just pointed them out. They're not game breaking. Uh, but I set that all aside because this still, I believe, is the most next-gen feeling game that I've played since Mario 64. Wow. And I know that is a bold statement, but I'd ask anyone else what that th- those next-gen steps were. Like, where you from one game to another feel such an extreme jump mm-hmm. in graphical fidelity, the way the controller handles, uh, the use of uh, pure 4K OLED screen and, and 60 frames per second, ray sure. tracing, all that 
that stuff. It's just a phenomenal game. If you end up getting a PS5, you need this game. You oh, need it. Wow. And I would say if you are a fan of the franchise, that this could be enough to warrant picking up a PlayStation 5 if you're on the fence. So this must feel very satisfying because, you know, Mikey was really excited for this game. He loves Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Then you play it and it lives up to the expectations. Absolutely, it does. That has to be very satisfying, you know, a feeling. Incredibly satisfying. Mm -hmm. I think you probably had a similar feeling to uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, Absolutely. The Last of Us 2. Yep. I mean, these were games that you, I think you really liked The Last of Us 1, right? I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that's a similar thing where there are certain uh, studios out there that have a lot to live up to and they they make the game and they come back and they are just absolutely flying out of the gates. And yeah, and especially in video games. You know, I, I video games and movies, I guess, in general. Like, we see so much disappointment in sequels and it's it's really nice when they're like, like no, no, especially games like this with Ratchet and Clank always famous for its creativity yep. and things like that. And I think both Red Dead Redemption 2 and Last of Us 2, which you brought up previously, you know, both did all did the same thing where it's like, oh, you like that? Good. We're going to take it a little different yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But, uh, and then it's also just as satisfying. That's a really hard thing to do. And it's, and it's really satisfying when it happens. Yeah. And it, you know, companies can do one of two things. They can take the tried and true formula yeah. and they can build upon it and take some risks like mm -hmm. you you just said or they take the formula and they don't go very far with it right. and just hope to get sales regardless and that is another game that i've been playing which is mario golf super rush oh mario golf super rush andrew is possibly the worst use of a mario ip or maybe the biggest swing and a miss that nintendo Ooh. has made in as long as i can remember really no jokes it is. It, I think it's being pretty well received, though, isn't it? The, it depends on who you ask. The okay, reviews, okay. The reviews are fairly mediocre. Oh, I mean, I've seen some okay. sixes out there. I've oh, seen some wow. sevens. I have seen some higher ones, but yeah. I think if we look up on Metacritic right now, and I know that's that's you know take it with a grain of salt, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's like anyone mentions Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, doesn't matter. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't does matter. Not and matter. It, it really kind of is that feeling with this as well. Where when when I saw the reviews, which I did before I bought the game, yep. I was like seven, eight. And all I was thinking was, okay, I know the Mario Golf formula. I know it's going to be better graphics. Even at a seven, I'm going to enjoy this game. And it turns out that's not true. Mm. I, I couldn't believe wow. how disappointed I was with this game. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, without getting too far into it, because uh, I still, you know, I guess recommend playing it if you can, mm -hmm. if you liked yeah. Mario yeah, Golf. Yeah. Problem is Nintendo is just so hard to do that with because they're all full price games and they never go on sale. Yeah. They don't have demos. But the biggest issue is one of the things that they were advertising as being its best feature, which is the speed golf. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. Here's the problem. In order to have speed golf be a thing, you either make it its own mode or you try to incorporate it into the story mode, which mm. they did very significantly. Okay. Most rounds of golf you play, you have to run to your ball every time you hit it. Okay. Now that poses two problems. Right. One, running to your ball isn't fun. Two, huh. when you get to your ball, you have to rush your shot because now in some cases, instead of getting under par, you need right. to get under a certain amount of time. Oh, and, and it doesn't matter how many shots you take? Every shot you take adds 30 seconds, so you okay. still have to line it up, okay. and it's still important. But once you take the shot, mm -hmm. you don't get to watch your shot, oh. which is... It turns out a huge element of golf yeah, games. builds a drama. You're right. Like, oh, where is it? You know. And you often don't know. You don't know what went wrong or yeah. what happened. And the last thing I'll say about it that I find incredibly disappointing mm. is everyone knows three button presses yeah. for a golf swing. This is two button presses. You determine the power and then the control is randomized. 
which is fucking bonkers. Yeah. It makes no sense it's to randomized. me. It's randomized. It's randomized. And it what? feels so dissatisfying. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we've done a lot of golf games on this podcast. And we'll do a lot more in my game. And part. we'll do a lot more. And why is that? Because golf is a fun video game genre. Right. It's yeah. very hard to screw up. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo fucking found a way to screw it up. That's incredible. And it is so disappointing. Isn't it, wasn't it in last week's episode that we were talking about Nintendo having the highest batting average? Yes. Yeah, wow. Literally last week's episode. And then since then I've played this game and put it this way. I had two games that I brought up with me to the cottage. Mm-hmm. I brought uh, Mario Golf oh. and I brought uh, uh, Majora's Mask on my 3DS. Oh, Majora's Mask. And Majora's Mask is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I would uh, And, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about that as I get farther into it, but I played Mario Golf for about three days Yeah. Um, whenever I would play a game up there and I put it down and haven't touched it since. Whoa. Yeah. And I know you and I are going to be doing a Mushroom Club episode eventually about it. Mushroom Club being our Patreon, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. Yes, sir. $5 a month. Oh. For all this bonus content. Bonus content. All the, you like us? You like more of us. There you go over there the Mushroom Club. More of us? Just don't like The Last of Us. Oh my goodness. That, yeah, that's about that's about death. It's about death. And I don't want to die. I'm scared of it. Oh no. I used to I used to check my I used to check <laughs> oh, my covers for Black Widow Spiders every night. Black Widow Spiders, him. Yeah. You thought in uh, a very <laughs> not rural area of Ontario, Canada? Yeah. That's, yeah. Did you check for rattlesnakes as well? I checked for sharks in, the, in my pool. Sharks in your pool. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Deep ends especially. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's and, where and they live. at nighttime. No, yeah. thank you. It's crazy the things that I was afraid of. Uh, uh, tornadoes. Okay. That didn't never happen. Me. Yeah. It would never happen where we live. No. But every time I heard an airplane go by, I'd be like, this is it for me. This is it. This is it. Time it's to done. make amends. <laughs> time, to, time to settle my peace. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, you wrote a will at like 11 or something like that. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. 11 at night. And yeah. I was 10 years old. And Will is my best friend. <laughs> um, Andrew, what, what, what have you gotten? I've just oh, been talking a lot about he, all my... Um, I, I, there's so much going on. I just want to ask you one more thing before you mm. get back to this. Is what is the next game that you have not finished that you will finish for hashtag Mikey doesn't finish? Uh, it's either going to be Death Stranding because uh, I think I have oh, six or right. seven episode, uh, six or seven hours left of that. Good God! And but I'm at a point that apparently a lot of people notoriously get hung up on. It just it's it the game is amazing, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. you realize that you're only at a certain point, and you're like, I have fucking twenty hours. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Um, and uh, or Arkham Knight because I have like yes. a, an hour or two left in that. Yes. So I I do plan on my next games being uh, Majora's Mask. Uh, which I, that isn't a ma- Mikey ha- doesn't finish yet because I've, I've just started it. Okay. Uh, Arkham City. Hashtag Mikey sure, just Arkham started Mike. it. <laughs> Hashtag Mikey just started. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Mikey's probably going to finish early. Um, and then, and then uh, Death Stranding. Those okay. are the ones. Well, there you go. So we'll keep, we'll keep you up to tabs on what's happening in Mikey's life and the career progression that he's doing through his video <laughs> games. Uh, okay. Let's talk about something I watched most recently. Uh, the Tomorrow War streaming oh, on no. Amazon Prime. Uh, kind of, you know, big movie. This was supposed to be, you know, much like a lot of 2020 and early 2021 now was supposed to be originally a theater movie. Got oh, brought was in. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Actually, a lot of a lot of things uh, you're, you're seeing. They've they've held on to the big tent poles. They've held yeah. on to F9, James Bond, Black Widow, which is coming out very soon. I think by the time, what's today? By the time you listen to this, Black Widow it'll is be, out. It'll be out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And it is also, but that is also an option to stream or the theaters right, now. Right. Right. We live in Ontario. We cannot go to theaters yet. So thank God it's streaming. 
Um, and so they're holding on to all these pet ten, big tent poles, but some of the more original stuff, which Tomorrow War is not based on anything, they brought over to a streaming service. So they brought over to Amazon Prime. And uh, it stars Chris Pratt. It stars uh, Jackie Simmons. Uh, a few people. Mike Mitchell. Mike Mitchell's the spoon man himself. Uh, Sam, Sam Richardson, Richardson. From I Think You Should Leave. Well, let's oh, talk about I Think You Should Leave. Well, that's what I was going to say, yes. actually, when when I went to go explain what the podcast was about. <laughs> if, you've, if you have been listening to this podcast, yeah. you know that Andrew and I just fucking... Chef's Kiss Adore. Oh, I think you should leave. Love I it. personally think it's the funniest TV show I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, season two is out as the time it's of no this recording. Yeah. Oh my God. You got a bunch of scrambled <laughs> eggs up in your head. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> oh God. But I can't wait to uh, to pour myself a nice glass of wine, sit down with my friend Niles and watch I Think You Should Leave season two, which is out. We are not talking about that yet yeah. on this podcast, which is going to be a glaring omission. Yeah. yeah but at yeah. the time of us recording this, it has just come out literally today. Yes. And we haven't had a time to even watch one episode. No. And we're going to this stupid podcast instead. Uh-huh. Uh, you are keeping it from us. Um, but we will devote, speaking of the Mushroom Club, we're going to devote a whole episode. Yes. Just, just, I think we're going to like rank episodes or rank characters or something like that. We're going to talk all about it, break it down. It's going to be so much fun. I can't so, wait for that. I can't wait to do that. Um, by the way, F9, F9 for me is the, the ninth season of Frasier. So, um, <laughs> that's, that's my F9. Um, yeah. So, well, uh, aren't, aren't Frasier and Niles family? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's all you need. Oh, family. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. Their Sherry is his, his Coronas. <laughs> His Dom Toretto's Coronas. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Do you think it went, okay, given, given the affinity for towards Coronas uh-huh. in the Fast franchise. Yes, 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 um, yes. Which turns out isn't very fast. It's slow moving and it is constantly coming out. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> when when do the Nelk boys make an appearance in, in the Fast franchise? I am so sorry. What are the Nelk boys? You don't know Nelk? No. I don't know Nelk? Fuck. I hate that I have to explain this. <laughs> what is it? I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> They're a bunch of like uh, internet pranksters. Oh, good. <laughs> I know. Oh, good. I know. Nope, I'm good. You can move on. Yeah, All right. Yeah, that's who not, they are. Yeah. Good. They yeah. love Corona and that's the oh, whole. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm really yeah. pumped. I don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's so often I'm getting to the age now where it's like, who are they? And it's like, someone tells me, I'm like, oh, actually, I was okay not knowing that actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Tomorrow War, it, you know, it came out, we thought about almost doing a bonus episode yeah. just about it because, you know, there's very few big movies coming out these days. There's going to be more and more of them now coming up. But, you know, we went through such a pit for the last 18 months of movies that were not, not that big, but a Chris Pratt movie, Chris Pratt, even though- Should we do a Lost in Translation episode? We're like really just like <laughs> skimming, just whatever Steven we Steven Soderbergh came up with a new movie. It's like, uh, I don't know. Like we like it, but you know, whatever. Um, you know, Chris Pratt, I, I, maybe we should just start by talking about Chris Pratt. Oh man. How much time do we have? It's, <laughs> he's great in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh Yeah. But he has built a like loyal followship of people that are like, Chris Pratt's the best. You're like- The loyal followership of the rings, yes, right? Yes, the loyal followership. Yeah, 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 they have my axe, yeah. spray, body spray. And uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those ones where it's like, I don't get it. No. Was Jurassic Park that good? Was, what's the one where he's with Jennifer Lawrence in that spaceship that was awful? Oh, uh, passenger. Passengers, thank you. Uh, I just don't get what he's done for people to go like, I'm fiercely loyal. You know Chris what Pratt. I think it is, is people latched onto him because in Parks and Rec, yes. he was kind of like a like a homely looking guy. He was yeah, lovable Lo- loser. Lovable loser. I think a lot of people related to his kind of aloofness. Yes. I think we all have that element of us in it. And then when he picked himself up by the bootstraps mm-hmm. and became the most jacked human being I've ever seen yeah. uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy and showed his charisma and went from background 
dumb guy to yeah. leading leading charismatic human being. I think he kind of propped up a lot of people with him who are now rooting for him to continue that success because they hitched their horse to that way. Yeah, and they'll say, if he did it, so can I. Exactly. We're all secretly incredibly handsome and funny. We just need to lose 70 pounds. Yeah, we just need to <laughs> eat the Hollywood diet and work out four times a day uh, in order to get there. That's it. That's it. I do love the like lies we tell ourselves from like Hollywood where it's like, you know, he's like, I just stopped drinking beer. And you're like, I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. sure that's the only thing that changed. I would love, <laughs> I would love to talk to Kamel Nanjiani because he may be the only person who will, who will admit like what you have to go through for something I, like you that. You know who's the other one? Rob McElhaney. Oh, really? Rob McElhaney, you know, to, to, he got, is in shape as maybe anybody I've ever seen in my life. And uh, uh, from, uh, you're talking Rob McElhaney from It's Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny yeah. and uh, whatever that Apple TV show, Mys Mystic Quest. Oh, Mythic uh, Quest. Mythic Quest, Mythic excuse Quest. me, which I have watched. So I should know the title of that. Uh, and he always talked about, he's like, no one could do this. This is impossible. Yeah. You have to have people cooking you four meals a day. You have to not be able to worry about other things. Like everything has to be done for yeah. you. And he goes, I had a studio that did it for me. That's why you can do this. What did he put that weight on for? By choice. Oh, yeah. He just went, I'm going to get fat one season and then get incredibly ripped the that next season. That was amazing. That was so like, funny. <laughs> I call that the Bridget Jones diet. diet. <laughs> Wait, dietary? Diet. The Bridget Jones dietary. Diet, dietary, where she's writing down all the food she eats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Uh, that's not good for your heart, I don't think. To I like, can't imagine it would be. He said all he did was melt ice cream and drink it. That's how he got fat. What? He would just leave it out and just chug it. And you're like, oh, oh. my God. It's a couple thousand calories. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. If this we is just melded this podcast into our conversation. <laughs> we just, this is the stuff monkey that we talk about. Before we move on, because there's one more thing I want to say there. <laughs> we didn't if, talk about the tomorrow war. <laughs> if you, if you have, what? We'll talk about that tomorrow. If, if, if you have an opportunity yeah. to be basically paid to put on weight, and you do it by just melting ice cream and eating. Like, yeah. wouldn't you want to just be like McDonald's every fucking day? Like, yeah. eat good shit. I'm going to drink every night. I'm going to yeah. drink the nicest stuff. Do I'm gonna... things that you enjoy because you're never going to be able to do it yeah. carefree ever again. French food every day of the week. Oh, you know, my God, like, yes. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Like, rich stuff. Yeah, that seems like the boring way to do it. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know but what I mean? also the Rob McElhaney way of doing it because he's just like, <laughs> I have a job to do and I'm going to do this. Like, that's, oh, yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, the Tomorrow War, I don't know. It's pretty dumb. Uh, Is it better or worse than? Uh, than Zack Snyder's movie Army of the Dead. About, Army of the Dead. I think it's probably worse. They're oh, very no. different. Oh, no. I liked Army of the Dead. At the end of the day, I was like, this is fun, whatever. There are parts of Army that I still kind of think about. Yeah. Whereas I think this one falls more generically. I will say the aliens that they do fight are the are very scary. Oh, okay. Like the, the way that they're actually shaped, even when you get close to them, you're like, that's pretty scary looking. Oh, okay. Um, I like and then that. at the end when there's many of them, you're like, okay, it's less scary, but it's still like, you never you never doubt their, their ferocity. You never doubt their sure. violence. You're sure. like, oh no, that's very scary. I can't win in a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. It's not like by the end, everyone's figured out and they're just blowing them out of the sky. You know what okay. I mean? It's They have figured that part out. And is, I, it, is it funny? Do they nail the tone of it? Or like, what? this is one thing I've never yeah. been able to get. Do are, are, What tone are they even going for with this movie? I, I'm not sure, okay. which I think is one of the issues of the movie in general. Is it funny? No, not really. Thank God Sam Richardson's in it. Richardson is in it, excuse me, from I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. Because he's literally there to like, hey guys, I, I need to be funny. Life. I'll get I'll fuck off now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Thanks, yeah. Sam. And then also Mike Mitchell, fellow podcaster, uh, who we love. Friend of the podcast. Uh, friend of the podcast. Uh, don't, just don't ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he is. He would say yeah. Um, is uh, is also pretty funny, but like, you know, whatever. The only thing I'd say is that the, okay, so if you don't know the plot of the movie, is that we are fighting a war in the future and yes. they come back to us and say, we need to draft people into the future. Okay, that's interesting. 
So to, I, to come back and fight the war for to them. Not come back, to go fo- future, to the, go into the future. Well, come back to the future. Oh, man. Back to the future? Yeah. Oh, my God. Marty. Is, uh, <laughs> is, you think there's a natural paradox there where you're like, wait a second. If I go into the future, won't I run into myself? Or like, will I cease to exist if I go in the future oh, right, right, right. and die and stuff like that? And I will say, this is not a big plot reveal because it happens in the 20th minute, I think, or something like that. They're like, yeah, you die in seven years. And this fight's in 30 years. And they're like, and so like young guys are like in there, but you see a lot of older people and stuff like that. And it, oh, when that happened, I was like, now that's that's a pretty cool, cool. So they basically draft them by saying, look, you're going to be dead. You're anyway. not going to make it. And yeah, so like yeah, this yeah. one guy who's like really badass and he's like, he's his third tour and like 30% are only coming back and stuff like that. And so this guy's like, oh, wow, this guy's third tour. And they're like, and they're like, what's that? And he's like, he's like, I die in seven months of cancer. And he's just like, he's like, why wouldn't I keep going back? I've got nothing to stay oh, for. Oh, wow. And you're like, whoa. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but I actually want to move on because apparently producer Elliot is telling us mm-hmm, as mm-hmm, we're recording mm-hmm. this that mm-hmm. we have some breaking news yes. coming. Uh, Andrew, producer Elliot has just given you a piece of paper. Right. Okay. Uh, which I don't even have any in my condo. I don't know where he got that from. Right. Yeah. Is it toilet paper? Yeah, piece of toilet paper. It's, it's toilet paper. Yeah, okay, piece of yeah, toilet yeah. paper. He got Thanks. that from beside my bed probably. Yeah. Pro- oh, what? what? Ugh, God. <laughs> Usually I'm disgusted by Elliot. Now both of you. <laughs> Gruesome Susome. Okay. Uh, This is from IGM.com, a verified Instagram account. Oh. Uh, They're telling us that Grand Theft Auto 6 will reportedly return to Vice City and feature an evolving map. Ooh. So those are the two things coming out. First of all, Vice City, love when they return. They've had a good track record of returning back to certain maps that they've had success with previously. Right, right. You know, going back to going Los back Santos, to Los Santos, Five. going back to Liberty City. You know, that, that kind of works. And Vice City, you know... V- remembered incredibly fondly, you know, for, for its aesthetic and stuff like that, you know, going back there, that's a little interesting. Well, but, so that's the thing. Is it remembered for its map or mm. for the aesthetic? Cause the it's in the modern day. Yeah. Changing map. Sure. That's fine. cool. Cool. I like that. Yep. Miami. Great. I awesome. think that's going to be fun. Yes. I loved the eighties vibe mm. of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. And that's what I loved about it. Right. So not the fact that it was Miami. I wonder I mean, I guess they just couldn't, they couldn't just do the same thing over again. So that's fine. But if that's the case, I'd almost want to go somewhere completely different. I actually am with you because I also don't know if there's that much difference between Vice City and Los Santos in general. It's like a beachfront area. Exactly. And like like Los Santos is huge. Like their maps are so big, it's absurd. You know what I mean? Going into the hills and stuff like that. It's more of an encapsulation of like, California as a whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I'm just yeah. interested in what the sea is. Florida as a whole different from that. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of, a lot of fun uh, uh, interactions between the NPCs, I bet. Absolutely. <laughs> Stereotypes. <laughs> oh, no, they'll have the Everglades. That'll be oh, fun. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll Alligators, be cool. things like that. Maybe the many different islands and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm, okay. And then the whole idea of an evolving map like Fortnite yes. just tells you how much from the outset they're going to be focused on the online play because that is carrying... Rockstar, right? Like, that's what they make their money on. It's just GTA Online. Depends on what you hear, but some people say it's like, oh, no, GTA Online is the most profitable game for the last 10 years. Yeah. Every year for the last 10 years. You're like, oh, my God. So, you know, even though you and I aren't into it, but a lot of people are. So I hope they, I hope they, you know, whatever, focus on it all you want, but at least give us a good story where it's like, it's a GTA. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. If there were one other place that you'd want it to take place, I think, listen, every good franchise does this eventually but they got to bring it to space. And while they're there, <laughs> let's have a jam. And we're having a space jam. Oh my because God. that is the game that we're going to be talking about this week in light of... In the, light of? In light of... <laughs> the tragedy? The, 
upcoming release, which could be a tragedy yeah. of the new Space Jam movie. The new Space Jam movie, the LeBron James Space Jam movie. The LeBron James edition. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Are you, you excited for this movie? Uh, you know what? In, like, It feels like this is another one where the internet created this movie. Where it's like- Oh, true. Where it's just like people were like, oh, is LeBron James going to do a movie? Like do a Space Jam? And people are like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, it's been greenlit. You're like, seriously? <laughs> that was just like a, something we're joking about. And now it's going to come out again. Well, I think it's funny because I kind of... Ex is it a Disney movie? I don't believe so. Oh, okay, okay. Because but, of Warner Brothers characters, so no, I don't right, believe Right, no, so. of course, yeah, yeah. The So the they have this thing of reviving these old franchises that we used to love as kids or these old properties. They did it with right. Mighty Ducks. And when we first heard about it, and, and, and Karate Kid in Cobra Kai, and when we first heard about it, we were like, great, this stuff sounds awesome. Maybe not so much with Cobra Kai, but mm -hmm. eventually we all got on board. Yep. And then Mighty Ducks is announced, and it kind of bombs, right? Like, yeah, I, I don't think it was well received. Yeah, and then they... Try to do the same thing with something like Space Jam. Will it be well received? Are they going to put the effort into making it good for good for goodness sake? <laughs> or is it just going to be uh, a cash in? I don't know. I'm not really too sure. Like, it's like one of those ones where I was like, that's going to be cool. And then the second they showed us it, I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. I'm yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it looks, you know, whatever. The graphics and stuff look totally fine. The references, it feels like a real Ready Player One-esque type movie. You're like, hey, you know references? We've got references. That's a great point. Yeah. That's and, a great point. And I think that just ends up like kind of like a jumbled mess if they just kind of created more of like it is also like hyper digital internet based and stuff right. like that so i i don't i don't know will i end up watching it probably 100 percent i'll end up yeah but it. like yeah. is it that do i maybe the low expectations will actually be pretty good for it yeah you know what i love that that comparison though to ready player one and the references because i think that every time a movie comes out and says we're going to give you references galore yeah it always means that it itself is going to be less substantial and i think of something like uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph yep. or Pixels or, right. or, or Ready Player One. And it's like, guys, there's only so much you can do to show me other other franchises. Mm -hmm. I also want you to be your own thing. Yes. And I feel like if Space Jam isn't willing to do that, it's going to fall pretty flat. I No, I completely agree with you. But like that all aside, Space Jam 1... Oh, was that like incredibly oh, important to you? A hundred percent. Space Jam one was just this. I, you know what it was, was one of the few times that you see, you know, kind of like, uh, uh, who framed Roger rabbit. Mm, oh um, God. Well, uh, 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 well, oh yeah. Jessica rabbit, which changed my life. Yeah. Well, okay. Wait, the other thing is when you say who framed Roger rabbit, that's like a genuinely a good movie. Yes. Like it's creative. It's interesting. You have right. all these characters on screen, which is like what they're trying to do now, but like done well. Yes. And I, I think it's like where that is like a good movie where it's like space jam is nostalgia. Good. No, no, of course. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it in, decades yeah. like I, who knows how long it's been since i've seen it um but i do remember loving it and part of that is like i loved bugs bunny and all his pals yeah, why wouldn't and you? getting to see them interact with real people in real life uh was almost the way i was able to suspend my disbelief is like at times i forgot that it was fake mm -hmm. in the same way that i remember there was that episode of the simpsons where homer breaks into the real yeah. world and he's walking around digitally but yeah. in the real world and I remember thinking like, 
maybe that can happen. Even though I knew that it couldn't, there was right. this weird connection between two things that I loved, which was animation right. and the real world that it was like, maybe it's real. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally, I totally get that. And it's like, it's so funny where animation has come from, from then to now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost, un, it's almost, it's hard to compare yeah. where we were with like a real person with uh, cartoon characters. Right. Are you out of your mind? Right. You know, and now it's like, you know, okay. Like yeah. commercials happen all the time. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's not that impressive anymore, but, right. but it's, but it's the fact of two things, two identifiable things, characters from the NBA yep. and cartoon characters that we love. Right. You know what I mean? I, to me, Space Jam, what was really cool about Space Jam was using the other NBA players. That was like, Michael Jordan is great, but it's not like Michael Jordan's like a bastion of personality. Yes. yes. It's more that he's like very good at his craft. So you're like, well, I believe he could be the aliens in the, in the, the tune verse. Do you think Michael Jordan makes an appearance in, uh, I don't see how he doesn't. Yeah, he has to, right? I, like, I don't think he wants to. No. He has more money than God. Yeah. He doesn't need yeah. to do shit, but yeah. it's like, well, he has to be part of it. You think so? Like, even if it's just him and, like, Bill Murray at the end, like, you're like, yeah, well, they got another one. Good for them, you know, that would whatever, be amazing. you know? And he gets paid $20 million to do it. Yeah, he's like a producer. He gets, like, back-end percentage yeah. credit or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Do you, do you th like, do we know who plays the Monstars in this one? Yes, we do. I know Anthony Davis is one of them. Of Kyrie Irving. Are they even going to put any makeup on her, dude? <laughs> That's <laughs> just the unibrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think they're all like, not to get too much into sports do, here. Do they animate his unibrow or do they make it like uh, like a uh, a fin on his forehead or oh, something? Oh, I love that. I don't know. Yeah, I, or maybe he's wearing a visor or something oh. like that. Or yeah. No, I totally see that. So like not to be too like inside sports about this, but like LeBron owns an agency, right? It's called Clutch Sports. It's his like best friend growing up is that. Right. And so all these basketball players are part of Clutch. And so like people know when trades happen and stuff like that, Anthony Davis was going to LA. Right. Because he was going to play with another Clutch athlete oh. in LeBron James. And so it wouldn't shock me if ever, all the monsters are all Clutch athletes. Okay, yeah. There fair, you go. Fair. Yeah. And then and then Clutch is going to make an appearance in there somewhere. <laughs> so are you in general excited for, I know you said that you may watch it, you may not, but is, is there a part of you that is kind of like giddy about it? Or are you of the mind in mm. general when it comes to these these uh, revivals of, of the things we loved as kids to just let them be? I think there's a certain aspect of like, I'm not racing out to see it. I will enjoy it in my own time when yeah. it comes to me a little bit, yeah. but I'm not like, you know, when you go to the theaters and do it, I, you know, I will say it's coming out in maybe the best time possible. For real. For real. There's not a lot of new movies coming out all the time anymore. And so people are like, oh, Space Jam, you know, I guess we can watch that. What baffles me is that I didn't even realize it was coming out next week or, yeah. or, or on, on Friday. Like it didn't, it didn't, that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. That it, you think, you would think that this would be more hyped up. I think they just, what happened was they saw how many kids or, or, or people our age, uh, old fucking men were wearing <laughs> the, the Toon Squad jerseys yes. and were like, oh, people still like this. Let's make a movie. Have you seen the new Toon Squad jerseys? No. They look like the Miami Vice, like uh, Miami Heat jerseys. So I like, like that. That's yeah, nice. they're like baby blue and pink and like yeah. kind of melded and stuff like that. And I do like that they're a little self-referential about like uh, basketball in general. I think part of it is like they got to, you got to love basketball if you're right. making it. And so like the Lola Bunny tossing to Bugs Bunny dunking and they're posing like Dwayne Wade and LeBron James yeah. is like, oh, that's good. That's okay. Cool. I, I like that. that you but know, it also... It brings up the question, who is this fucking for? This better be a slightly more mature movie. Yeah. Because I don't think this is Space Jam for your kids. I, or is it? Like, that's what I guess we have to find I, out. I think kids will always dominate this market in general. But but I, I want bugs to die. <laughs> yes. I want it to be an anti-hero. <laughs> if I don't see Batman go, or oh, if I don't no, see Batman. bugs going down on Lola. Yes. 
Heroes do that. Heroes do that. And Bugs is a hero. I like that LeBron James would have to pull him aside, put his arm around him, and go like, you know, I think Lola likes you a lot. And like, I have to explain <laughs> the birds and the bees or the two bunnies to him or something like that. The birds and the bees, and uh, sometimes birds put their face in the bees' <laughs> pussy. <laughs> God. So this is our Space Jam episode, uh, a child's movie. Uh, yeah, so like, okay, so do you want to- do you want Speaking to, of a honeypot, okay. <laughs> do you want to talk about the video game Let's at all? Let's talk about the video game. I now, do, now here's the thing. Yeah. I barely knew this game existed. This was one of the ones where I assumed it existed. <laughs> I, honest, no, yeah. literally when I found out this, okay, so here's yeah. the process. Andrew and I were talking about what game to do this week <laughs> and we were looking up some releases and I found out that Space Jam, the movie was coming out. Right. So I'm like, there has to be a Space Jam movie associated with this one. Uh, video and then game, I was like, video game. Or, yeah. like video game. Yeah. And then I'm, I, I basically messaged you before even checking to see if there was an older Space Jam video game. And it turns out there is. I would have assumed it would okay. have been on like the Super Nintendo or something, but it's on the PlayStation 1. Oh, wow. Yeah, it came Ugh. out in 1996 in October. Yeah. It was released on um, MS-DOS, the Sega Saturn, Jesus. and the PlayStation 1, developed by Sculptured Software and published by Acclaim. Whoa. Which may give you a reason to think the basketball in this game could be good because Acclaim, obviously associated with NBA, NBA Jam. Jam. Exactly. I, you know, it's so funny. I, when you said that, I was like, Super Nintendo, I'm like, yeah. And you're like, PlayStation 1. I'm like, oh, no. However... The graphics are basically Super Nintendo. Era. Like this could have existed <laughs> on a 16-bit console, and that was actually one of the things that in the reviews of this game, which were notoriously not very good. Oh no, you don't um, say. There are two camps for reviews in this game, and I'm sure we'll fall in one of them. Uh, -huh. uh this game is awful. Okay, and guys, don't be so hard on this game. It's supposed to be for kids. <laughs> those, oh those god! Are the two, those oh are the god! Two, the two games. So the you, two. You, both of them, you're an asshole. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's great. Can't. Can't wait. Yes. I, uh, but, but the weirdest thing about this game, so there's one player and there's two players, so we will be able to play with each other. Nice. As we always do. As we always do. do, yes. We always do. Yes. We record Just this like sitting Lola on each other's Lola and Bugs Bunny. Yes. Lola and Bugs. Yeah. Not like Batman and Catwoman. <laughs> no. How dare How you? Batman dare would they? never do that. They would never. He's a hero. Yeah. He doesn't do that. Heroes don't do that. And women don't have, or oh, the female orgasm's a lie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the G-spot was a myth made up by Cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the weird thing about this one, though, is if you play the first person version of this, or the first the one player version, oh, of the, the first, first person, person version, I'm like, oh no, that would be amazing. Um, if you play, it's fourth person. It's very <laughs> introspective. You don't really Meta. know where you are. It's like a, a Gaspar Noé film the whole time. You feel like nauseous the whole time. Um, Kleskowski's doing uh, narration. <laughs> It's all in one shot. There's no cuts between <laughs> yes. scenes. Um, in so the beginning of the the game, like the the tournament, yeah. the the intergalactic tournament that that the is the story mode in this game. You start by doing a mini game where Daffy Duck has to find pieces of Michael Jordan's uniform just scattered around. Right. Well, that's a typical thing, though. Typical. I mean, before the we've basketball game, we've watched basketball. Game, we've, you know, you we've know, both been in the locker room. Yeah. You at home, you're like, I know basketball. Yeah. So you got to get the uniform together. You got to get the uniform together. Michael Jordan is, he's known for two things. Right. Taking offense to the easiest, the, just just nothings. <laughs> While holding an iPad. Yeah. While holding, holding an iPad. <laughs> yeah. And a grudge. Yes. Um, and uh, and losing his uniform. Oh God, that he guy does can, it all the time. Yeah. He always he always gets that that security guard famous for the last dance. Always like shrugging his shoulders. Like he goes, dude, where's my uniform? He's like, I don't know. And he shrugs his shoulders, and it's like, God, and his I Jerry can't. curls Bob up and down. Yes. 
He's like, Michael, you lost your uniform again. Well, because you know what happened is like, What's that? famously, you know, Michael and his dad were were pretty close. They had their their issues, but they were pretty close. And when Michael's dad died, mm-hmm. um, he stopped. Like, you know how parents will often put like in winter time, they'll put strings in between your mittens and put yeah. them through your jacket yes. so you don't lose it. Yeah, they pin them. Yeah, they pin them. Uh, he would do that to Michael Jordan's uniform. And oh, once yes. his dad died, he just lost track Jesus. of his uniform. Oh, Jesus. His dad was murdered. Yeah, he died of of, <laughs> of knife wounds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when his dad was murdered, he couldn't find his uniform anymore. And so he naturally went to the next closest person in his life, Daffy mm-hmm. Duck. Daffy Duck. Yes. Daffy Duck and said, Daffy, <laughs> when we're done playing this game of who gets the quarter closest to the wall <laughs> and we're done smoking this literally baseball-sized <laughs> cigar we're smoking, <laughs> could you please go collect my uniform because I'm doing this butt naked? <laughs> Daffy. For the decades we've known each other. You're my best friend. You were my best man at my wedding. You're the godfather of my children. Can you please help me find this uniform? I'm playing for humanity. Have you seen the jump man pose? Yes. If I don't have pants on, yes. that silhouette looks a lot different. Davy, I know it's hilariously ironic because you, you yourself are not wearing clothes. But can you help me find my clothes? Because it is not acceptable for me to not be wearing clothes, much like you are. Much like you. Listen, if I had a corkscrew dick, I would cover the <laughs> shit up out of that. And you are a duck and you have one. We're covering all, all the heavy hitters in this uh, little run here. Oh my God, that's funny. Oh my God. Uh, and then uh, after the first quarter, <laughs> so you, you collect Michael Jordan's uniform. I'm sorry. So these happen in between. The, you don't just start the game and play the game? No. You start <laughs> before basketball starts, uh, before the tip-off. Find the parts of the uniform. Find the parts the of the uniform. Parts of the uniform. Parts of the uniform. Yeah. You collect them. And someone's trying to prevent you from getting them. Too, of course, yes. After the first quarter, uh, you play little mini games. There's like some shooting mini games and nice. this and that. I guess like halftime shows or something. Sure. But the halftime show itself is reserved for now you're Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And you're also looking for something that's missing. Oh, no. But it's not Michael Jordan's uniform. Good. He didn't lose it again. It's his secret stuff. His secret, his secret. Oh, yes, yeah, which is the in the movie. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. this I can get my head around a little yeah. bit more. Yes. That's kind of cool. And then you come back and here, based on the description, though, I'm not 100% sure because, again, I've never played this game, uh, whether or not the whole first person or first player experience is one game. Oh, no. Because it could be. That's the longest fucking basketball game. <laughs> Even if it's five minutes. Okay. Something tells me that this game Based on the gameplay, it's still going to be the longest fucking game we've ever played. So, okay, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go on an assumption that Bill Murray is not in this game, right? He he. Okay, so this is the weird thing about this game. You <laughs> this you actually thing. play Bill Murray playing the video game. Whoa! Yeah, it's a real Mike Butters Pepsi Man situation. Mike Butters Pepsi Man situation. Wow. Bill Murray's just there, a la Osmosis Jones, yeah. just poking his head. Bill Murray loved. To be with cartoons in real movies. Yeah, he really did. What's the deal <laughs> with Bill Murray? I was thinking, like, if he's not in it, that's totally fine. But Wayne Knight Newman Wayne, uh, yes, is yes. is got to be in it. What else was he doing? Oh, he's got uh, that Seinfeld he was, money, I guess. He was getting ripped out of a uh, a bathroom, I think, by a oh, T Rex. Yeah, half eaten by a T Rex. Another another CGI thing. Yeah, oh, with man. Chris Pratt eventually. Yeah. Um, do you think Chris Pratt was uh, in the original Jurassic Park and someone came to him from the future and said, we need you to run Jurassic World. Come with us. You die in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's what they did. The dinosaurs, actually. They're oh. like, they're like, they're trying to get us extinct again. You got to come out and help us. 
Oh. Um, so look, there's not too much more to say about this game. As we mentioned earlier, can't imagine there would be. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we'll see when we actually play it. But uh, typically, what we do is we we do spend a bit more time talking about our experience with the game. But because neither you nor myself have played it, right? What we're going to do is we're actually going to play the game before giving it our first review. We're going to come back and we're going to rate and review the game based on what we think we would have thought of it had we played it back in the day, and then give it another rating and review, also out of four bits, mm-hmm. which represents how the game holds up in the modern day against likes of modern games. The likes of which could be Super Mario Super Rush. Oh, yeah. Or Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Ooh. I doubt it's going to be that good, but let's find <laughs> Who out. Who knows? Let's find out. So, Andrew, are you uh, just about ready? You want to take, uh, take a little break? I am. I'm so excited. Let's let's tip off this great gaming oh, experience. Andrew, that is great. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just going to sit here for 24 seconds. No. And delay. No, that's a violation. Oh, uh, is it, you know, we were, what if, what if we go into the next segment? Yes. And then we immediately come back into this one. Is that a backcourt violation? That too? would, that would be a backcourt violation. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, what if, what if we're about to give our score and right at, right, at the t- right at the top, I'm like, no. And I grab your score. We're like, no. It's oh, that's score tending. Just score tending. <laughs> score tendies. I like some tendies though. Mm. Okay. Let's throw some tendies to play this game. All right. Let's do it. We'll see you on the other side. Whoa. We got the Warner Brothers sign. You know what that always reminds me of? Animaniacs. Didn't expect you to know that. Yep. It, the, the graphics do look like they're pre-Earthworm Jim. Oh, yeah. This looks like early computer game stuff. It's funny. Is Do you think this is going to be like similar basketball games where Michael Jordan didn't give his license to it? No, he's in this game. Oh, okay, good. He's in this game. So you, you want to go? You're really good, Genera. Good basketball player. <laughs> Jim good player who holds grudges very well. Do you want to play against each other first or go to the intergalactic tournament first? Let's play against each other. Okay. It is crazy the graphics in this game considering this is 96 and it's on the PlayStation. This game looks so dated. This was a big Okay, so all the characters have different rankings. Yes. And boy, are you allowed to choose a lot of characters, eh? You you, you choose from a lot, but it's just 3 on 3, so okay, you have so to choose. There. So I'm choosing Bugs. Classic. Full speed, full shooting. Davy sucks. Oh, oh Michael God. Jordan. Oh, you're going to sure you want Michael Jordan? I think I'm going to want him. I do like that they come running out like a <laughs> Statue of Liberty Bugs. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, and I think maybe I need some redowns. Wiley Coyote looks pretty good. Oh, you don't want to choose the large chicken we always talk about? <laughs> I'll say, I'll, I'll say. say. I'm going to get some rebounds. Wiley Coyote. Why Wiley not? Coyote. Oh, and he comes out with TNT and oh, the Roadrunner. And the Roadrunner comes. That's amazing. Oh, he blows it. Well, do you think that's a bad side for his team that he blow his face off there? Oh, of course. Oh, here you go. Now you're choosing the Monstars. Okay, I'm choosing the Monstars. What the hell? They suck. They suck. <laughs> Holy God, Holy they God, suck. Holy God, they suck. No one. Okay, well, that guy. So a couple of them have three stats, two stats, but they've made them blatantly worse. They're legitimately a lot worse. Nobody on the team has more. There's out of three basketballs yes. has more than two basketballs at shooting. Oh shit, that's true. But they're they're more. It looks like defense, right? So they're rebounds and shooting. I, I, I holy. There are two players that are a little balanced, and then the, the rest of them are literally identical. All rebounds and nothing else. I'm gonna choose the Sean Bradley one. Sean I'm Bradley, a you gotta go, yeah. Sean Bradley. Michael Jordan for two. Oh, Swish. Fuck. I feel like that's going to be a lot of, uh, oh, that's going to be very easy for me. Oh, you knew I was going for it. I went for three. Hey, hey, l- hey Lanky, <gasps> go get the fucking ball. Oh my God. Michael Jordan was standing at the opposite side. Like that's the longest rebound I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It literally <laughs> rolled to the other side of the court where, uh, where Michael Jordan was just standing. Guys, can you pass it please to the best player? Yep. And uh, that Denied. 
I've only got one player on my team that is any good. Oh, Michael Jordan for three. Not you. Not, not, <laughs> not you. Three. God damn it. Oh. Big dunk by Michael. Okay, so here's the problem. I got one little red demon, and he's really good. And then I've got two hilariously bad players. Not good enough to keep the ball from Wiley Coyote. God damn it. And the <laughs> toon stick lead, 10 to 8. So I will say all the characters. Yeah, okay. Michael Jordan is so cheap in this. I will say all the characters are pretty big. And so it's actually pretty hard on a three on three even to tell where the ball is. To tell is where the ball is and who each of the characters are. Like it's. Fuck. Bug's pretty good. Have you missed many shots? Uh, this is a real NBA uh, live all over yes, again. Yes, it is. Okay, the only two wow. things the only oh, two things these supposed guys are supposed to be good at is rebounding, rebounding, and they have not gotten a single In one. In fact, when Sean Bradley's character goes up, he falls on his ass a lot every time. What is that about? Is it because he's skinny? We've got the grandmother from uh, from uh, Tweety Bird, Tweety Bird, and the witch, the famous witch, and the, the witch, and the two mice. I don't remember the mice names. They're like the announcers right now. Uh, oh, so we can do subs, sub out, shootout, uh, uh, hall of hijinks, a space race. So we gotta do something. Let's, but I just want to say, so there's pushes, and we haven't gotten any of those yet. Oh, there's but, a push. Okay. Uh, I think I've been favoring one player uh, more than others. I have 20 points for this Holy one guy. Shit. I think we have 20 points as a team. One thing that I've noticed is the Monstars are so much bigger that yes. even when I go up for a block, I, I, there's not much. Like, you, you're you less likely to hit it. I don't even know if I can block it. Right. But we'll try. You want to try uh shootout? Shootout. Let's try a shootout. Yeah. Mikey beat me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I 85, I 72. Okay. I, uh, you know what? I was only going for the bonus ones. Yeah. And I think that maybe it's double. Who knows? Okay. Do you want to try someone else? You want? Oh, no, no you can only do one. Okay. I'm going to try a substitute. Well, who am I going to fucking substitute? Maybe someone less tired. Oh, we can. It looks like we can do it every quarter, though. Oh, okay. So let's try it again. Right, here. Let's okay. play the game. Oh, oh my I, I thought God. I, was, I thought I was going to block you from I behind I thought you were there. too. So big dunk, big posterization. Oh, God I damn it. I want to go for the dunk there. Jordan turns, still got his point. Turns out Michael Jordan's pretty good at this game. <laughs> Bang. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so the commentator and boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> the commentator says bang before he's left the ball. The ball's left his hand. <laughs> we got to go space race, right? For this minigame. Yeah. Space race. Let's go, amigo. Stop that monster in his tracks by using your laser blast shots and uh -huh. speed boost arrows. We should use those in the game. In the game. Yeah. In the game. What sweet hell is this going to be? Uh, this is, imagine we played and we're like, that was the most fun I've ever. What the Whoa. fuck is this? <laughs> Wow, this is a flash game that we're playing right now. We're literally racing through space. We it, are actually, like, there was no jokes. Is, is it if you get fast enough and leave the screen? Oh, that could be it. Like this, yeah. Oh, fast enough ahead of me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I just went into a black hole. You went into a black hole. The fuck? So the weirdest part about this is so we're floating. We're driving. <laughs> what does this have to do with basketball? <laughs> we're driving flying cars through space, and there are pylons. There are pylons that we have to respect. <laughs> Why in the world do we need to? What the fuck is happening, dude? Why do we need to respect the pylons? That's, we're in space. That's a great question. Hey, 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 hey! Don't leave me here. It's oh, a three-dimensional. Whatever. God, let's uh, go on the other side of space and uh, see whether this was a big bang or not. 100%. Yeah, it'll be just as funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bye. 
and welcome back to the retrograde. Yes. Yes. Oh, a good classic Marv Albert impression there. <laughs> uh, happy retirement to Marv Albert, one of the greatest basketball announcers of all time. Um, okay, that's great that you did a Marv Albert impression, one of yep. the best announcers of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. in this game, they had a better one. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Oh, that's going to hurt. Sit down. <laughs> it's weird to say that from deep, a step up would have been the boom goes the dynamite guy. Yeah, find that guy, whatever he's doing, probably real estate. He's probably doing cameo at this point. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Mike and I literally just took a second, looked up and imagined what his life would be like. I, you know what's funny is like, that would be the kind of cameo I would do. Yes. Because that's so, like joke is still on them. It, you're not just putting money into the pockets of a super rich person to say hello in five minutes yeah. like it's, in yeah. a very impersonal way. $5,000 from Mark Wahlberg to like yes. stumble through his words to go like, hey, I could have prevented 9-11, but I won't prevent your birthday from having fun. Hey, Mikey, I, I hope you have a great birthday. Uh, say hi to your mother for me. Okay. I think combined we have the two worst Mark Wahlberg impressions. I was going to do it again, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, because I think we were, I think the typical impression is you go higher. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Boss Nagsen. Hey. We're doing Cartman, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Boston accent. Classic Boston character, Cartman. Hey, what's all this? Hey, that's pretty good. What's all this then? He's a London, he's a London Bobby. And <laughs> that's very good. So, of course, obviously, we enjoyed this game. That's why I immediately that's- jumped into the conversation <laughs> about the game uh, Space Jam. Do we have to talk about it? Oh, Mikey. Oh, Mikey. I would say uh, somewhere out there, Brian Bland and Celebrity Deathmatch perked its ears. <laughs> somewhere out there, they're like, oh, oh I know we God. all out there. Somewhere <laughs> out there. Uh, this game was a nightmare. So, uh, okay. Do you want to talk? Let's talk. Let's do the short bit first. Okay. Let's talk positives. Okay. Animations. Animations. Great animations. It stuck to the idea that it's a Warner Brothers game. Yes. Warner Brothers characters. So they stuck to like kind of a flatter character for everybody that's Warner Brothers. Yep. And then Michael Jordan was more of a rendered, you know, image because yeah, he was real life. more like a real human being. I mean, the weird thing is, and I guess I understand why they went for this kind of 16-bit look. Yeah. Like like this was a Sega Genesis game is what a we just played. A thousand percent. But it was on the Saturn, the PlayStation 1, and, and, and MS-DOS. I understand why they did that because the game is animated. So they Mm. probably didn't want to go 3D. I just don't think that that would have worked. And I guess they wanted to go on one of the more advanced consoles of the time. So they went with PlayStation, but it just felt like it felt weird to be holding a PlayStation controller Mm -hmm. and playing a game that looks like it came out five years prior to that. You know, and it's funny. We talk about it now. We're like, hey, that's pretty cool that it looks like this and stuff like that. Guess when I wouldn't have thought it was cool? When I was playing it on my PlayStation 1, when PlayStation 1 was a cutting-edge technology. That's true. I would have been sitting there going like, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? I can't believe I have to switch back. But now we look back, and it's kind of like, oh, that's really, you know, it's almost charming in this way. Well, we we actually uh, just last week, last Friday, did a uh, did an episode on our Mushroom Club. Speaking mm-hmm. of Mushroom Club, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast, yeah. where we drafted games from 1996 to right. make a, a, a team. Much like the Toon Squad. Yeah, much like the Toon Squad. The much Monsters. like the Monstars. Um, and the games that came out around that time... Uh, to name a few. Yeah. Super Mario 64. Oh, quite a good one. Quake. 
Uh-huh. Duke Nukem 3D, Resident Evil, Mario Kart 64, Tomb Raider, Super Mario RPG. I mean, these are games, Crash Bandicoot, these are games that were known for advancing, uh, making advancements in graphical fidelity and mm. overall gameplay. So for this one to take such a step back yep. just feels like it was moving in the opposite direction of where the industry was going. Mm-hmm. So we can't really excuse the graphics based on the year. Because it 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 feels like if it were trying to be a good game, yes. as far as a good game goes, it would have done a lot more, and it just it just wasn't there. Well, for I it. would say like if you're being positive about it, you're like it's a choice, and if you're being negative about it, you're like they they cheaped out. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think that's more of where I'm going with it. Yeah. I think I think they the, there was a board meeting where it's like, well, we can't dump all this money into making this like a really good 3D game, and then someone said, well. Space Jam isn't a 3D movie. And they said, I like it, Johnson. I like it. Yeah, I like it. You had a race. And Johnson said it second. His assistant. Yeah. She said it first. Uh, but everyone said Johnson did it. Classic. Classic situation. Classic situation. Sad. sad. Styles. Productions. Yes, very good. Getting that's what it. we're we're here for. Yeah, that's what we're here for. All the sad Synergy. <laughs> yes. But um, the, in, in general, though, I, I will, like, say this came out a year later or a year earlier, whatever. The game still does look good, even playing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When it's not in motion, I think. Oh, yes. Uh, when it's not idea. all being played in tandem. If there's one character taking a shot at one por- point on the screen, each of them have unique animations to the way they jump, the way they shoot, the character selections. They have different personalities as you're, as you're, as you're yep. choosing them to, I like to that build part. the team. Everything falls apart once the game starts. Ah. And that begins as early as when you are Daffy Duck yeah. running around a house, oh. being chased by a dog that humps another dog or whatever I that thing is. I think it's the little monster, oh, the little that, monster that sucks up all thing. their energy to yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're running around trying to find pieces of Michael Jordan's uniform in a truly bizarre minigame. And the yeah. minigames don't make more sense from there with the exception of maybe the shooting minigame that we did yep. in between yep. quarters. Yep. I, I would agree with you where it's like, when you said the whole premise was like, oh, you play mini games before the game, in between quarters, I'm like, you know what? It's not bad. That's kind of cool. It's Warner Brothers. Maybe they wanted to put more stuff like that into right. there, more wackiness, you right. know? And then you you play them, you're like, oh, no. No. This is a nightmare. It, it feels like filling because the game is incredibly thin, incredibly yeah. shallow. Yes. I mean, there, there's two teams you can play with. And that's it. I mean, yeah. and, and this is in the era where we've already had NBA Live 95, you know? Like, like there, there exists very well-made basketball games out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know Andrew won't agree. But I will say even like Acclaim doing NBA Jam. Sure. NBA Jam's a more of a basketball game. It's a more d- fleshed out, you could do more stuff. Mechanically, it's more fun and there are more teams to play with. Yes. This one, I think I tend though to fall on the side of the reviewers that said, guys, this is not a game for you. This is a game for kids. Yeah. It makes sense. However how much leeway can you give it? I've played games that were made for kids that are still a lot of fun. You still do. This, this, I still do. Yeah, you still I, do. I play a lot of them. Yes. And I invite kids over to play them with me all the time. No, game, yeah, because game. I just no, want to make no. sure they're having a good time. I, that's why I drive around with my van full of candy. No. Because otherwise, how are they going to know to trust me? You think people with uh, Vandy can, uh, candy vans or Vandy cans? Vandy cans. Uh, Vandy cans. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a band. Uh, <laughs> you know that Vandy cans are uh, trustworthy can, people? Yeah, yeah. And you know how I know that? Yeah. Is because I can monitor all my actions with all my nanny cams in the Vandy can. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And you know what? If You, <laughs> you know if you're drinking a beer at, yes. uh, at a football game and you uh, are close to Vanderbilt? It's a Vandy can. It's a Vandy can. Of yeah. course. Of course it yeah, is. 100%. Um, and yes, I do believe that all people in vans are trustworthy because I know only one of them and that is myself. 
myself and yeah. I know that I have done very few uh, bad things to innocent people. Yeah, well, okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. Do you know what they call Matt Damon's ass in, uh, his, <laughs> in that golf movie? Uh, Le- Legend of Beggar Vandy Can. <laughs> What? Whoa! What? Legend of Beggar Vance. Yes. So I went with Vandy Can for Vance and Butt because oh. of Can. Oh! So, Andrew. Yeah. That's worse than anything I've ever done, I think. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's not. You just made a pedophilia joke. <laughs> but at least it was witty. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, it was for children. I understand that, you know, but like. That's like saying like they're you know cartoons are like or you know ch- children movies and stuff like that. Well, they're inherently bad. Then it's like no, that's there true. Are good ones. Yeah, you just need to you need to go out there and play them. You yeah, know what and I mean? you need you need uh, uh, as a as a uh, production company or development company making the game, you need to trust that if you want the game to have legs, yeah, whether they're bunny legs, Michael Jordan legs, uh, duck monster legs, legs, duck legs, uh, pig legs, lo- pig uh, legs. large chicken legs, large. Foghorn Leghorn legs. Foghorn Leghorn. Um, then you need to put some effort into making it more mechanically sound yeah. and flesh it out a little bit more. I know that there's obviously a crunch that they're up against because a movie is coming out and For you sure. have to just release the game. And the lack of polish, like the loading screen looks like someone made it in Microsoft Paint. It's it's like first computer game you ever got yes. in 1992. But that's 91. what's crazy about this is everything, if this game came out in 1992... It would be oh. at home. Oh, yeah. That's the weird thing about it. This is four years later. Yeah. And it still feels like, it feels like the game you get in a fucking cereal box. Like, that's it's exact- just so shallow. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say in my review. That's oh. exactly what it is. Because we just described the mini games that they use to flesh out the game in general yeah. are bad. Yes. If not unplayable. Yeah. Then the actual basketball is so, like, on rails. It's just like, go up the court, do this. Go up the court, do this. Go up the court. And there's no, there's no dyna- uh, dynasticism about it. There's yeah. no, like, oh, if I steal here and use you as a pick and do stuff, which some of these old games do. Some of them do. I mean, again, NBA Live 95, say what you will about it, but it incorporates some of those mechanics. Like, it at uh, least yeah. tries. It makes those efforts. Absolutely. Whereas, like, part of it will trick you where you're like, oh, wait, is this game not bad? And yeah. then you're like... You see the same thing for 10 straight minutes. You're like, oh, so, okay, there's nothing else It's to it. easy to exploit because everything, you know, a lot of the reviews about this game called it very one-sided and, and very unbalanced. And mm. I think that's the definition of this game. I know that the the uh, Toon Stars are far and away better rated than the Monstars. Oh, yeah. But even taking Toon that- Toon Squad. Uh, Toon Squad, sorry. How dare you? I, I, I double dog dare you. Oh, please don't. Because then I have to do it. Then you have to do it. Okay. Unless you triple D dare me. Well, and then where do we go from there? I'm going to quadruple coyote dare you. Whoa, that's a lot. Is it? What's the conversion rate from dog dares to coyote dares? Uh, well, listen, coyotes will always, if in the rock, paper, scissors world, mm-hmm. will always beat a dog. Yeah. With, like, you give it a pair of scissors. Oh, wow. You give it a rock. Yeah, a weapon. A, a weapon of it any kind. It learns tools. Or the system of tools. Replace that weapon with a family. Oh, my God. And we're back to Dom Toretto. We're back to Dom. <laughs> so you asked me about the, the and Dom is quite a dog. Yes. So it is one, it's a one-to-one trade-off is what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you give him an empty Corona bottle <laughs> and you put him in front of his family. And Andrew, you're tearing up? I am exhaustedly tearing up because I just, I fear for the Toretto's in general. How many more siblings are out there that are going to betray them? Like how many, like they should, it would be like one of those ones where if I'm in the rest of the family, the fake family, the the chosen family yes. that I would go like, draw me a family map right now. <laughs> draw me know. a family map. I need to know. I need to like watch on my shoulder about other weird Toretto's that are going to come and attack me. Yeah. 
No, but Dave Batista is Dave Batista. Oh my God, he's absolutely Dave Batista. Will end up in that franchise? I, you know, what's funny though. No, probably not because he seems to be like on a bent of going like, no, I make art movies, and you're like, okay, like he's Army not, of the Dead. I he wanted to work with Zack Snyder. That's what oh, I said, okay. and okay. he's like, oh, I did it. Now he did like he he worked with James Gunn. He was before he didn't even say MCU. He's like, I want to work with James Gunn. Oh shit. Okay, you know, I work with Danny Villeneuve. Okay, you know, like it's kind of a weird thing, right? Just bet you he's just picking off like people. You know, man, that would be amazing. Oh my god, that'd be incredible. Why hasn't he called us yet? I know we should write a movie, uh, a vehicle for Dave Batista. Oh, oh, I've got a, a Vandy cam. He can no, use. you do. Yeah, I'm sure he'll vehicles. be thrilled with this idea. <laughs> he looks like a big baby, <laughs> a big hairy baby, big hairy tattooed baby that only wears colored glasses. <laughs> what's what's that all about? Is there something wrong with his eyes? Well, he. Do you think he shops at the same place Chevy Chase shops at? Chevy Chase. You mean the car? Uh, you mean there's two two Chevrolets chasing each other? Uh, you mean Chevy Chase? Hard ch. No, I mean a car. Okay, okay. Wearing glasses. <laughs> the front that headlights. That is kind of racist. That's <laughs> a cocaine problem in this racist. <laughs> the headlights are different shades. Yeah. Yeah. The reds or blues or yes, some of that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know what that all is about. <laughs> Can someone tell me, does Dave Batista have something wrong with his eyes? Let me know. Well, no, because then you don't change from blue to red. Like you're fucking amassing like, a 3D <laughs> pair of glasses. I was going to say, gonna... he was like a bully in the 50s or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and a paper crown. Um, okay, we got to talk more about this. Okay. Um, listen, <laughs> let's... <laughs> I guess. Here's the thing. You 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 nailed it on the head when you said that the game just becomes the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again because mm-hmm. you realize that some characters are unplayable yeah. and some of them are overpowered. So you just keep giving the ball back to the overpowered characters. And because the other team can't play defense, because yeah, defense is impossible in this game. It really is. You just kind of like go for your shot and it becomes this weird game of rock, paper, scissors. Am I going to shoot a three? Am I going to drive in on you? And regardless of what you choose, you can choose paper, but I'm like, this time rock beats paper, and that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Do you want to get into yeah, where... It's like rock, paper, scissors, except rock wins every time, no matter what else you choose. <laughs> it's like, I'm Michael Jordan, so what are you going to do? I... I- <laughs> I do love it. it's it's like it's like cotton candy in a way where you're like you take that first bite of cotton candy Speaking you're of like, red and blue hey oh my god we're in a red, <laughs> red and blue theme uh, you have that first bite and you're like hey cotton candy wow that's great guess what your ninth bite is not as much fun as no, your first no, bite not even close and it's the same thing with this where it's just like whoa oh oh oh. oh. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, thank do you. Do we have to keep playing? <laughs> and then you end up, and then, and then you know, typical to any weird bender that you find yourself on, uh, you Always. wake up and you are a cloud of gas chasing Michael Jordan around a locker room <laughs> oh, yes. as he runs, as so he looks like he's got something shoved up his ass. Like, what are we playing? Okay, at? so I will say, in all the mini games, get Michael Jordan's uniform. Okay. Chase Michael Jordan around the locker room. Well, it's Michael Jordan. It's a locker room. <laughs> sure, sure. Do a shootout. Oh, okay. That We're shooting sense. a basketball. A yeah. Great. Travel to space and, sh- and drive two cars through a pylon course <laughs> with a racist stereotype mouse and an alien. <laughs> Wait, what? In between quarters. In between quarters. Yes. Travel to space. Yes. <laughs> go, go drive this car around. Okay, listen. There's this very important basketball game where all humanity hangs in the balance. Yes. Second half, uh, in, in the half, yeah, we got 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Let's take a break. Yeah. In between the third and fourth quarters, you've got an inbound. You got a timeout. Yeah. You're going to space. I, I, I don't. F- where are you finding time for this? I don't know what else they're supposed to do, but that seems like a real reach. That, well, just like Michael Jordan can mm-hmm, do mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. the whole other side of the court. Is, is that how he got them there? Like, here you go, guys. <laughs> sure. 
shoves just shoves his arm into the, hey, you've got to drive those cars around for a bit. Actually, that is SpaceX's next plan. Oh, really? Is to just get Michael Jordan to place <laughs> the satellites up into space as they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Okay, so Mikey, why don't we get into our scores? Let's get into our scores. So as we mentioned, uh, because we don't have any experience playing this game back when we were kids, Thank our God. first review out of four bits for each of us is yeah. going to be uh, based on what we think we would have thought of the game had we played it uh, mm-hmm. back in the day when it came out in 1996. So Andrew, why don't you start us off? And yeah. you said, thank God. I think that may uh, tip your hand a little <laughs> bit to what you may have thought of it back in the day. <sighs> 1996, you would have been uh, a scant eight uh, years old. I would have been just under 10. 10, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so, oh, God. I'm of two minds for this, especially when it comes to, it'll be easier in my current Discord. Yeah, <laughs> Let's I just go so, with that. Yeah. It's hard to envision myself playing this game going, I do love basketball. As a kid, I loved basketball. Michael Jordan, oh, my God. Michael Jordan, 1996, the height of the Bulls. Yep. Okay, incredible. Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes. I loved Looney Tunes growing yes. up. This is great. So you think, as a kid, even if this is a piece of dog shit, which... Maybe it Maybe is. Maybe it is. Who knows? We'll get to our scores in a second. You would have had at least a little bit of affection towards it going like, well, even if I can barely play, at least I'm playing as Bugs Bunny. Sure, sure. You know? And so for that reason, I'm not going to give it ultimately the worst score possible. But I think he's, even as a kid, I would have discovered, okay, this isn't that good. Yeah. I'd rather play NBA Jam. I'd rather play another basketball yep. game. Or I'd rather play another uh, Looney Tunes game, which must have existed and must have been better. Yeah, there was another, there was a Looney Tunes baseball game that the <gasps> development company uh, who made this game, Sculptured Software, was actually involved in developing. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, so that there, there is another Looney Tunes game out there. Heads and- up, when they play uh, Ken Griffey Space Jam or something like that, uh, oh yeah maybe, maybe maybe we'll have to go play maybe, that game yeah okay so even though with that being said i wouldn't have liked this game yeah. I, I i would i would have liked it so this gets it above zero sure but it doesn't get me a high score because it's like hey oh yeah. i think i just would have yeah. done that and i would have given it more time a longer leash but ultimately ended up around the same area i'm gonna give this a 1.5 out of okay 1.5 i think that's fair and i i think i think i agree with what you're saying i think Here's here's the, when we when we started talking about this, you asked you're like, well, was Space Jam a good movie or yeah. was it just yeah. sentimental? Chances are it wasn't a great movie, but what landed about it was the fact that it was Michael Jordan, a couple other basketball players, and all the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Is it possible to think that because I was at the age where that's all I needed to like a movie, that that's all I would have needed to like a video? Interesting. Game? And I think probably. I think I would have rented this game, not bought it, had mm-hmm. I had I mm-hmm. been out there. You know what? As much as I say this, the game was out. Yeah. I was reading EGM at that time. Oh, my goodness. I should have played it if I wanted to, and should, I made no effort to. Should we tomorrow war us back to you to find out? Uh, yeah, just knock on my bedroom door. <laughs> just knock first, you go in. Please. <laughs> please knock, please knock. Um However, if it were put into my hands and I did rent it, maybe I would have enjoyed it. But I think the fact that I never made an effort to do so mm-hmm. says enough about this game. Right. I was thinking to go for a two. Yep. But too. I think I convinced myself otherwise just by realizing that I never made the effort. I was yep. like, you know, I loved Space Jam. I probably would have liked this game. Mm-hmm. Turns out I didn't like Space Jam <sighs> enough to, to even warrant seeking this game out okay so it's a one and a half out of four for me as well man okay so there you go so that's a three out of eight not a great score for your retro score and i can't imagine it's gonna get higher so here we go with our current day (laughs) scores this is awful 
It's really bad. Yeah. And, you, and you could get past the idea that, oh, there are characters I love in his basketball and stuff like that. And you might even hear it in the gameplay. Mikey and I had moments of like, oh, oh, oh. And then you could just hear our voices getting pounded into dust. And we hadn't finished one single game yet. Right. And then in between that, there were bigger reminders of going, you should not like this game. Yeah. This, these mini games are trash. And, they, and then you come back and you're like, yeah, the game's kind of even worse because of this now. I think there's honest to God, no play, no reason to go play this game ever again. I'm not going to give it a zero, but I'm going to give it a 0.5. Yeah. A point. I, I thought, I thought you were going to go zero for a second there. No, yeah. it's, it's like, it's not reprehensible. It's not unplayable. It's not one of those ones where you're like, I don't, yeah, I can't even like, yeah. you know, you, you immediately die or the game doesn't work or whatever it is, or every shot goes in, which it almost does. Yeah. It's there is some level of value, but it's just nothing that you need to go out and play. So point five. Yeah, I think this. If you have a way to get your hands on it for no money, check it out because I got a weird amount of satisfaction out of seeing the player select screen and and just kind of like dummying around with it and seeing Bugs Bunny and Wiley Coyote play on the same team. Cool, that was fun. But that is literally it. That yeah. is the only other satisfaction I got out of it. Yeah. I didn't feel satisfied when I when I hit a three pointer because yeah. I was almost guaranteed to do it if what I are shot you, with Mick the right Jagger person. Here, I I ain't get no satisfaction. Oh my goodness! Wild horses couldn't drag <laughs> me away from the basketball court. Horses, horses, no! He <laughs> almost made it, Mikey. Ride like the wind, bullseye. You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. Horses. It's so fucking easy. Don't say the word horses. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh, God damn it's it. It's really the Rolling Stones fault when you think about it. It really <laughs> yeah. is the Rolling Stones fault. Wild horses couldn't drag me away from making a horse comment on the retrograde, <laughs> yes, even if we're a couple minutes away from finishing it. No, but but all, all that said, uh, you know, looking back to other games I've given ones to or one, one and a half, they have way more redeeming qualities. Yeah. This one just doesn't have any. Um, I, I wouldn't give it a zero because there was that weird amount of satisfaction mm -hmm. of watching the uh, the animations and the limited amount of satisfaction <laughs> of the first couple of times you score a bucket. Uh, this one's also a 0.5 out of oh, 4 for wow. me. It's so just, identical yeah. scores across the board yeah. for Mikey and Andy. So there you go. That's a together, a 4 out of 16. Holy smokes. Aichi chichi. Aichi chichi indeed. 4 out of 16. Not what you're looking for. Not what you're looking for. And I still haven't found what I'm looking for, you two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> isn't that literally what Goldmember does in Austin Powers? He just, oh, he says yes, lines yes. and says the, yes. the band under yeah, his mouth. Uh, um, uh, he, something he says, Casey on the Sunshine Band. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, God. That's going to be something to look forward to. Um, so, Mikey. Yes. Wh where does this stack up? 4 to 16. That could not be a high score. Have we, what is another game that we've given? Given a lower score too. Man, four out of sixteen's got to be tough. There, there aren't a ton of them. We did a four and a half out of sixteen to Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Uh, that, that was that was one of them, and that was also warranted. American Gladiators, the game was a four out of sixteen. Oh, really? But I mean, we're scrolling up. That that's going all the way back to our oh god, our one hundred and thirteenth episode. Um, apart from that. Not many. Yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch overall a one. I mean, I, it's going to be hard to get any lower That's going to be hard to get lower than that. We're going to have to we're going to have to choose to play a game that we give under a half each. Yes. To its retro score and then give zeros to our current that score. That is fucking tough. Man, wow, we were tough on that game. But that's um, a, that's that's about it. Like there apart from that, I'm I'm looking up at our list, there are like 
four or five games we've ever given a score this low to. Jesus so, Christ, well, there you go. Um, and with that, I think there's no other thing to wait for apart from uh, the awards. So yeah. I, I think I hear the the orchestra opening up. Is that the oh, oboe? Yeah. Is, it, is it, how many oboes do you have? Are you playing an oboe? Oh, thumbs up, okay. Thumbs well, up. Yeah, that's an oboe. Yeah, yeah. He's Put that back on the instrument. <laughs> Yeah, you do need your thumb, I you assume. You need your thumb for an elbow. Yeah, idiot. Idiot. Uh, Elliot, uh, can you please reach into your beautiful Toon Squad jersey? Thank you for dressing appropriately. Are you not going to leave a break for them to play the, the songs? I thought they did. You, I didn't hear them play. <laughs> okay, let's let's let them play. Okay. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Oh, that's a little different. Weird they could play that with an oboe. Yeah, that's very strange. I wonder, whenever I hear that song, I'm always like, how many oboes? How many oboes? It's a strong oboe. We should actually change from four bits to four oboes. (laughs) Yeah. How many oboes out of four? Are you going to give this? I, I'm I'm not sure. It's like when I'm getting a rebound and I have to throw bows. <laughs> <laughs> and Or when I'm playing uh, Tech Mobile okay. and I have to throw <laughs> bows, Jackson, <laughs> a pass. Which, by the way, Michael Jackson, or Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan yeah. is the Bo Jackson of this game. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, like, they don't talk about it nearly enough. They're always like, who's the best uh, video, uh, video game sports player of all time? People are like, Michael Vick in 2004, Tiger Woods, Bo Jackson. No, no, no. <laughs> Michael Jordan in Space Jam, the video game. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Ask me what my favorite uh, Netflix special this year has been. What is your favorite Netflix? Mikey. Yeah. What has been your favorite Netflix special this year? Oh, Bo Burnham's Inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. That was worth it. Um, Okay. So, Elliot... Like I was saying previously, can you please reach into your Toon Squad uh, jersey shorts because those come with pockets? Yes. Uh, and uh, and tell us what award this game has won. No, 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 no. What the fuck are you doing? The Uva Bowl Memorial Dead Pixel Trophy. Shut the fuck up. And. The New Mexican Landfill. E.T. Phone Home. And the Worst Buy Hall of Fame. Wow. Wow. Such a decorated game. I knew I smelled shit. (laughs) So many awards for this fucking shitty game. Someone call Juve Bowl because apparently he's doing podcasts. (laughs) Let's get him on here and see what he thinks about the fact that we have uh, the worst possible award that you can get. The Juve Bowl uh, Bowl Memorial Dead Pixel Trophy is for an overall score of six or less. Very few games have gotten that. The New Mexican Landfill Award, Mm -hmm. which is named in honor of E.T. on the Atari. Uh, Retro scores below a three. And the worst by Hall of Fame is when the current score is below a three. So (laughs) got it on both sides. Yeah, so you can below a me if you expect (laughs) me to play any more of this game. Oh, my goodness. That has got to be one of the games that's gotten the most awards. So congratulations to you, Space Jam. Uh, You won the award for the most number. You know what the last game to win this exact number of awards was? What's one? Sneak King. Oh, yeah. The oh, Burger good. King game. Good. Yeah, you know what? I think there's going to be a lot of promotional things that kind of win this award. That's you know a good I mean? point. That's a very good point. Um, so there we go. That is Space Jam. 
Go out and watch Space Jam if you want. Uh, sure. Uh, colon, a new legacy. We haven't brought that up yet. Um, and let us know, at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy, at Retrograde Pod, what you thought of the movie and, uh, and any of your other general thoughts about their podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Why am I doing this? You, you threw to me. I don't have anything to say, Andrew. You don't have anything to say? Andrew, I've shot my shot. <laughs> Just I want to throw Jordan. it away. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. I actually, you know what? I do want oh, to do that this sake. week. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey guys. Oh my, oh boy. I mean, listen. Now you understand why he doesn't do it. It's been so much fun. <laughs> I mean, like what? You know, there was a, uh, uh, we talked about Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, we did. Um, we talked about you don't finish. Uh, this is why I don't finish we, the episodes. We talked about tomorrow. <laughs> where, oh boy. We love every single one of you. We can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, formerly known as the Bad Boy of Podcasting and currently known as Mr. Bebop himself... My name is Mikey Aaronworth. <laughs> and this is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. That was the most fun I've ever... What the Whoa. fuck is this?